Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Uh, Empire Strikes Back? Well, beloved dub dub! Oh, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna hurt you. Really, really bad. To license it. I'm touching myself tonight. He's real bad. That is the Funko Pop I need. It's just Mr. Mackey <laughs> shitting Mr. himself across the floor. <laughs> Randy on the toilet when he takes the world's biggest crap. Yeah, but that one has to be like the audio one. Like the one I got you of, of Rick. Oh, yeah, good point. Because yeah. <laughs> I really just wanted to say, ah, hot, 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 hot. <laughs> Oh, this is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And I'm uh, also right here on... uh, I never go to Day of the Shirt anymore, but I decided to look at it while we're talking. And they've got uh, some What We Do in the Shadow shirts up here. One of them is Colinvania, done in the (sighs) style of Castlevania, obviously. Nice. One is Shadow Babies, where uh, Laszlo is Rolf, Nadja is Miss Piggy, uh, Skeeter, uh, no, yeah, Skeeter was uh, Scooter's sister, right? I, I can't tell if this is supposed to be Scooter or Skeeter, just because in the Muppet Babies world, they look very much alike. Um but it is as Guillermo and uh, Nandor is Gonzo and Colin is Baby Bunsen. Aww. Yes. God. So that is pretty funny. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. I'm, I guess we might as well talk about this week's episode of what we do in the show. Oh my God. So I, I like I tweeted you about it because uh, I texted you about it because I was just so, like, of this is the most upsetting in terms of Nandor noises. Because, like, he has sex with Gale and you hear it through the door, like, him going, yee, 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 and then late. Hi, guys. Yeah, you remember Gale. Yeah. I am inside of her right now. <laughs> and then later, he's just <laughs> Donald ducking to Bob Seeker. Just this dick out. Just like, yee, 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 yee. And I, and I love, I love the implication that he has a huge <laughs> dick because they pixelate down to almost his it's knees. It's so funny. Which is really And funny. he has his own dick and, towel. Oh, God. I would use this. I That's like, my shirt. <laughs> I liked bringing back the werewolves. <laughs> oh, Werewolves are really funny. The part that made, uh, 
I always like to bring up the parts that make Leanne laugh the most. It was when Colin and Laszlo were trying to get the car out of the out of the room and he runs Colin over <laughs> twice. And then when they finally take it apart and get it outside and uh, Christian Shaw's character comes and she's like, you kind of just hit the big red button. Yeah, but how are we supposed to see the big red button on the inside? Oh, I don't know. The big red button right here. (laughs) The big red button on the inside. (laughs) I I love that they're now for like, like I told you, like they're now forming this nice little bond between Colin and Laszlo and I really yep. want now to, like, I want Mark and Tim the Vampire to come back to try and hunt down Laszlo and Laszlo to take Colin with him, like, as they run away and have... In his old jalopy. Yeah, and, like, have Colin try to blend in like he does with Jackie Daytona, but keep fucking uh, it up. <laughs> that would be great. Ah, it's my old jalopy. They took it away from me. How long did you have it? Like uh, 72 minutes or whatever it was. I love the fact that in order to find the secret room with the jalopy, he finds the porn book that wasn't put in hard copy. (laughs) He's like, wait a minute, that book, the pornographic title. Yeah, what about it? That never came out in hardback. Well, I think my favorite thing of this whole episode is just how it ends on the most pure, wholesome moment of all of them. Just like, like Gale runs off because refuses, it gets re- rejects Nandor's, uh, uh um, marriage proposal, proposal. again yeah. because what we find out because my wife when Nandor was having sex with Gale at the beginning, my, Leanne was like. Who is that? A character that we've met before? And I'm like, I no. At first, I thought. Maybe because I couldn't remember the the woman from last week who was uh, the lesbian at the gym. And I was like, is that supposed to be that lesbian woman from Nandor's gym? And then we find out, no, it's just this character we've never met before that uh, Nandor has been dating on and off for 40 years. (laughs) It's so great. And then who's already been turned into a werewolf. And now she's like a hybrid Wolf, um, werewolf vampire after Nadja accidentally kills her. <laughs> kills her with a kickball. Okay, we get it, Nadja. You don't like her. I, 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 I don't hate Gail. <laughs> I just hate that Nandor, she's, he's going to propose to her and she's going to say no again. And then we're going to have to put up with Nandor. <laughs> I like Gale. Uh, I also just... We know because she's a woman and you're a woman that you're fighting. We're not fighting. Why would you sell this Twilight style? <laughs> Play kick. We're a game of kickball. <laughs> I loved... It was so weird and random and kind of sad. Uh, Guillermo watching Twilight under the covers with the corpse. <laughs> yes. It's just so... Well... That's why the ending is just so like hard. It's just hard, so heartwarming where they all just get on the La- uh, Lazlo's jalopy and go for a ride, like all together mm-hmm. as like an actual like family unit. And then the werewolves chase it. <laughs> yeah, I also like though that even though it's like that one wholesome minute they get moment they get in that one little. Di- 
because uh, Nandor tries to get in, and Laszlo is like, "You're gonna stand on the back," because yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't be Laszlo if he yeah. Didn't. No, fuck you. You end in the back. <laughs> You're gonna stand on the back. Uh, uh, I, great episode. Great episode. I can't wait already for the next one. Like, I yep. just I kind of want them to do another movie. Like, I know you haven't seen the first movie, but I really want them to make a movie with this crew. Mm-hmm. I still need to see that first movie. It's I gotta rewatch it because it's so fucking funny. It's just so weird. Yep. Still never watch it. Speaking of movies, uh, I started a movie that I know you finished. I didn't actually get a chance to finish it, but I did start, and I do plan on finishing uh, the new James Wan movie, Mal- Malignant. Yeah. Um. It's weird so far. And I know you think it was pretty weird, I, too. It's definitely not the best thing James Wan has put out. But mm. it was still it was still fun. Um, I felt like the beginning... The, the beginning was kind of slow, and I wasn't 100% sure where they were going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the second I half think is I bonkers. Know, I think... Think I know where it's go. I'm. I got up to the point where the main character goes to the police and tells them that she is having visions of all these people dying, yeah. and they're like, "What?" He, he, she's like, "I see him killing them," and they're like, "What? Is he like sending you videotapes?" And she's like, "No, I just see him killing people in my head." That's as far as yeah. I got. But I think. I know where it's going, and it's we. I I don't know. We'll. It's, I'll see. It's I fuck, guess it's it's the second half. Like once it gets into the really gory shit, like the second half is just a weird ass ride. Like James Wan was like, "Fuck you! I made I, I made Aquaman, and this is and the Conjuring, and this is what I'm gonna do." Mm-hmm. And mad props, and like it took me a minute. Like I finished it, and I sat there for, and I was like, "Did I like that?" Like. Like, it took me a minute, because you've seen The Thing, right? Like, already, have you seen it? I, I, can't, I already can't remember. It, at that point, you must have already seen it once. Um, I've seen a few scenes with it, but I haven't, like, really seen its face. There's, like, a part where you can see its eyes. But you saw, did you ever see, like, the body Oh yeah, yeah. It's all dressed in like the long uh, black coat, and it's, and like, it's got long and it's hair. Like and it's like the head is on backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm like really interesting character choice in terms of a monster killer kind of deal. Um, I won't spoil it for you, but that second half is like once it hits, I was just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> interesting. All right. Well. Yeah. There's yeah. I am gonna finish it. I just I had to, I had to stop it yesterday and do something else, yeah, it, which it's... is the which is the the. I love being able to watch movies at home, but that also is a downside. Is your home and you sometimes have to stop. Movies. Well, like we were talking about the other day, that they made the announcement that Halloween Kills is going to be in theaters as well as on Peacock, mm-hmm. like same yep. day. And I'm like, well, I want to go to the theater and see this because it's Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Variety, I noticed. I didn't read it in the headline. I, w- I saw what the headline was, so I knew what their review was. But I was like, this is a long time in advance to put out 
a review of a movie because Variety already had a review. It's because out. it played at a film festival, uh, a big film festival last week, and it has oh, been. Oh, that's what it was. And it has been. Um, I think it played at Fantastic Fest, which I really want to go to at some point. Now, yeah, that would make that would make sense. They do play yeah. horror movies, at and Fantastic everyone's Fest ripping on it. <laughs> Yeah, like, that was uh, Variety's headline was something like uh, Halloween Kills is a perfect addition to the mediocre sequel, mediocre horror sequel genre or something like that. And I was just like, whatever. Reviews of horror movies typically are not like, I'll ma- this is definitely one of those ones where I just have a feeling I'm going to like it more than the review. Yeah. I, I, we'll I'm the same way. Uh, like, but it's weird. Cause all the people that I've seen that I'm familiar with have reviewed it are not horror movie people. That's part of the problem. I think with a lot of the reviews is they're not from horror movie people. And number two, Halloween is my, there's literally only one Halloween movie that I really can say like I've seen enough times and it's bad and I'll never watch it again probably even though I own it and that's Halloween Resurrection all the rest of them I've seen a bunch even Halloween the Curse of Michael Myers I own both versions of that movie the theatrical and the producer's cut and that movie's bad and I still get some enjoyment out of that movie and it's like I said, it's bad. I still, I only own the first movie in like a Steelbook 4K edition, the Rob mm-hmm. Zombie ones, and the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get the rest of them just because, as a collection person, I want yeah. them all. But dude, now's your chance because apparently there's a company that's pay, will pay you thirteen hundred dollars to watch all the Halloween films in October. I saw that, and I do that every October anyway, so I'm like, all right, well, uh, I probably won't get picked for this because I never get picked for cool things like Same. that. But <laughs> um, I still have not watched Shang-Chi. Uh, Me everyone's, I keep yeah. hearing things about uh, it. I know there is a weird – everyone, apparently a bunch of people have just been posting about this thing called Morris that is like a four-winged – a headless dog spirit yeah i saw like a plushie of that yeah. or something i i i more and more i just need to just find the time or just wait till it's on disney because it's apparently going to disney plus next month Mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah so I, I guess i gotta watch it <laughs> Yeah, I might. Uh, I still might watch it, but probably when it's on um, Disney Plus. Well, just so even though, uh, I don't know. Everybody says it's good, but I'm still kind of like, yeah. But but you can also watch uh, starting Friday Candyman on video on demand. Oh, nice. Because I guess yeah, I guess because theaters are still doing okay but not well enough now they're everyone's just trying new methods of going to the theater and then see it at home well, the, the theatrical exclusive window has gotten really short i think it's 45 days now, yeah which isn't even two full months yeah and i got i and i gotta say like 
I was talking with someone else about this. Like, it's going to be rare for me. I, as much as I love movie theaters, until everything's under under control in a better format mm-hmm. or whatever reason, I yeah, it's going to be rare for me to go out to a theater to see something, and I'll just save the majority of them for VOD because why not? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. get it. But uh, since we're sort of talking about Marvel... They just released today the Hawkeye trailer. That's all I have to say about I that. I couldn't it agree with you bad. more. Uh, a lot of people I know are excited for it. And all I'm going to say is I'm glad for them. <laughs> if they get some enjoyment out of it, that's awesome. It very much, even though I love Christmas and this is set at Christmas time, it is still a Hawkeye thing. It does not look at all like it is for me. Hey, Haley Steinfeld looks hot. I will give it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, like, I'll probably watch the first episode when it airs just to get like a baseline. But mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely going to be low on the list of things. And I think it's partially because I'm like, oh, great, it's a Christmas theme. And like, I was kidding with you. I'm like, oh, we're going to get like arrows with gingerbread men and like christmas <laughs> lights and stupid shit like that i don't know there was like that thing where he's like here's the not dangerous one and she blows up the truck and she's like holy shit there's ones more dangerous than that and i'm just like eh. yeah uh, I'll, I'll i'll watch the first one but beyond that i really don't i really won't and care it- and it's like she's dressed like him as Ronan yeah. for some reason. And like he has to save her because they think she's Ronan. I don't understand what is it's going some, on there at I've all. never, I know some people were making a lot of like tweets and stuff because they were like, oh my God, guys in track, sh- track suits and pizza dog. And I, and I'm like, oh, what? And, and there are references to like, the Hawkeye series that apparently was like critically was like critically praised like uh, Mm -hmm. five years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just, I, I don't care. (laughs) It's, it's, but more importantly for Marvel, uh, PlayStation had their, uh, their PlayStation showcase the other day. Yeah, they did. I am so rock hard from from it just because I as we as we're recording this I just finished the Miles Morales uh story lot game on PS Lucky Dude, I love it but it was so fucking short. Well, it is. Yeah, it's an add-on. It's, it's like an introduction to it, And yeah, I honestly I, it. I played it on the normal setting and in it went like if I really put it to I could have finished it in a day which is fine as an intro kind of content stuff I enjoyed it but I kind of th- wish mm-hmm. there was more you only get like 3 villains and two of them barely show up because it's mostly about the tinkerer but that's besides the point, because now we have Spider-Man 2 coming in 2022 yes. with Venom and Craven. Yeah. And, well, the whole thing is narrated by Craven. So yeah. I actually, even though we saw the symbiote in the first game, when it was, when it became very clear that it was Craven talking, 
in the trailer, I was like, oh, Craven is the main villain. That's pretty cool. But then at the end, they're, they throw in and they're like, oh, and Venom, yeah. by the way. And Tony Todd is voicing Venom. <laughs> oh, that was Tony yeah. Todd? I didn't, I didn't, even I didn't know, know that either until uh, someone posted, like, Tony Todd posted it, being like, yeah, I'm Venom. And I'm just like, that is the best thing ever. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm down. Yeah, with and that. then they put out a teaser for a Wolverine game, mm-hmm. which I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> that was just a tease, so that's probably not coming for quite a while. Uh, I think they said that's also 2022. Oh, okay. I must have missed that part. Then. I think that's kind of the plan. Like, I think Spider-Man Two comes out on the earlier side, and then Wolverine will come out. Later. They better start cranking out some i read a whole great big article about why ps5s are still uh not very readily available and it was disheartening and i'm like oh man hopefully they'll figure out how to ramp up that production yeah because you need to fucking get on this because i'm pretty much at this point i'm mar if insomnia can keep if if insomnia can be as good with a wolverine game as they were with the spider-man games I just want Insomniac mm-hmm. to just keep putting out like standalone, like Marvel games. Yeah, uh, that and Sony also announced a Knights of the Old Republic remake, which is great because I never got a chance to play the original. You never played the original Knights of the Old Republic? No, I never did. Oh, it's really good. It was a. Uh... For console, this is weird. I've never PC gamed in my life, really, except Knights of the Old Republic, because it was an Xbox, on console, it was only Xbox. It was never um, PlayStation, which is funny, because now it's only, (laughs) before it was only Xbox, and now it's only PlayStation. Um, But it was also a PC game, and it's one of the only computer games I ever played in my life. Yeah, I never played, because I never never really played a lot of PC games, except for, at the time, I think it was Glover was, like, the main one I played. Mm -hmm. But I never was huge on it, and then I never got an Xbox. So, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of missed out on that. I, like, watched a bunch of people play it and stuff. I've never personally played it. So I'm just like, fuck yes! Yeah. It's a great game. Um, it wasn't part of this list of stuff, but they also there's another Marvel game coming out on the PS5 in two months, I think, or no, beginning of next year, called The Midnight Suns, where what? I just I just found out about this like a couple days ago. It's uh it's like a it's like sort of like a South Park style game, like turn based stri- strategy fighting game. Uh, you mm-hmm. control your own like brand new character, and you have to fight the forces of hell, who's being run by Lilith, and you build a team of other Marvel characters so you can keep switching out. Of like, so you're like a team of three. So it has like Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, like a whole slew mm. of fucking characters. It looks. It looks kind of interesting that I'm kind of down with. All right. Hmm. I don't. PlayStation's just. I I hate to say it, but to I or I hate that Xbox people are gonna have to hear this, but PlayStation's been killing it. Yeah, there was there was one other thing too from today. Let me 
bring it back up that was Marvel related. Let me see. It was toy related this time. Was it the uh, Spider-Man which... Legends that were the... Uh, yes, yeah. that was exactly it. Mm-hmm. Those things look awesome. I want them. Uh, Hasbro, Marvel Legends, Spider-Man Retro. Hell yeah. So they've got, uh, let's see, who have they, Spider-Man, Hobgoblin from, uh, Black Costume Spider-Man, Hobgoblin from the Animated Series, Ben Riley Spider-Man, Hammerhead, Armored Spider-Man Mark One, and Shocker. Which, I'm gonna need them all. Oh, toy bi- <laughs> oh they're also gonna do a, uh, Toy Biz Retro Falcon and Loki. Ooh. Gosh, damn it just give me the money to afford all of these because McFarlane also like put out a whole thing where they like just announced a whole bunch more figures that they're making and mm-hmm. I'm just like I hate you like it's I'm already backed up enough because I think now you can get the Warhammer the not the Warhammer the Mirrorverse uh, Mar- uh, Disney characters which I've been still trying, like, oh, yeah. the game is not mm-hmm. freaking available in the U.S. yet. No, and it's mobile only, Yeah, right? it's a, one of those, like, mobile, like, iPad games. Figures. But then I saw they're making the Princess Bride. Really? Yeah, they're making Princess Bride figures. Huh. And I want all four of them. <laughs> hmm. Uh, it's, god damn Toy being a toy collector sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you uh, watch? I'm assuming you did. What if? I did, and it was fine. I I mm. fell into the trap of I started ridiculing some of the stuff they were doing, like in like like if like because of how many zombie movies we watch and stuff. I was really ridiculing mm. some of their choices. Yeah, I hated yeah. it. Yeah. It was not good. I really wanted Paul Rudd to shut up. <laughs> it was... Like, just all of it was not good. I the just... Thing, they I had, don't think it was... Ri- they had moments... They had a couple... Where it was cool. like... I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they had moments where it was like... They could have done something really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually like the dynamic that Peter started, like, a brother-sister relationship with Hope. Yep. I really thought mm-hmm. that was good. Like, it was a good little thing they did. Um, like, P- Peter Parker just slowly lo- trying to stay positive throughout the whole thing. But, yeah. man, like, it's just petered out. It... It, and it, uh, a lot of it was not emotionally satisfying. Like, I get it. It's a cartoon and they only have 30 minutes, which I think is the overall huge failing of What If as a show in general is I don't think this show is really getting anything done satisfying in 30 minutes. Uh, but like... What's his name? The the Scott Lang's buddy is killed right in front of him. And Scott is just like, whoa, watch out. She's a man eater. And I'm like, what? And then um, it's, it's the Russian dude. Bucky. 
Yeah, and then Bucky cuts Cap in half, zombie Cap, and throws him off the train and goes, Sorry, buddy. I guess it's the end of the line. He made a train pun after he... I mean, yeah, Cap is a is a dead zombie, but still, that's your best fucking friend, and you made a train pun. Yeah, I do like the nod to the comics where they get to the... They get to the... the the safe house and they realize they, when they realize vision is just basically feeding pieces of T'Challa to keep him alive to Scarlet Witch. That's a nod to the comic book where, uh, Ant-Man kidnaps T'Challa, but he lives off of him. Like he tries to keep him alive so he huh. can keep feeding. And I'll- I also, and maybe it's just cause I'm not a Marvel zombie fan, but like, at the very end, Thanos as a zombie still wants to yeah. get all the Infinity what the fuck Stones. Was that? And... <laughs> like what the? Yeah, I'm like what? Like, uh... and it, it then it just ends, which is fine. Zombie movies tend to end on a on a kind of a downer note for the most part, but. Thanos is dead and still wants to snap out half the universe. Okay, whatever. That makes n- that makes no freaking sense. Uh, my my one big gripe, and it's such a in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a gripe. But uh, mm-hmm. Jan- hope hope uh, sacrifices herself, becomes a giant to get everyone over the zombies, and then immediately mm-hmm. falls over and dies, and no one's like, um. She's going to become a giant zombie in a minute. <laughs> right. And the other thing I didn't quite understand is I I thought that the zombies were all staying out of where Vision was because the Mind Stone, but then he rips it out of his head and suddenly it doesn't keep them yeah. away anymore. Like, why? <laughs> It was bad. It's, I didn't. Yeah, I really didn't like this episode. I wasn't a big fan of it. I'm, which was very disappointing because I was just like, "Oh, sweet, you get some zombies," and I was like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> like, I think where the I think where the zombie apocalypse came from is interesting. Like, it's something that uh, what's her name got out of the quantum realm. Yeah, stupid Hank had to go get his wife. <laughs> Yep. Which is funny that in two of these scenarios, these what if scenarios, Hank has been like kind of. Yeah, guy. I mean the one, mm-hmm. the where he kills all the Avengers, and then this one. <laughs> well, don't forget in the comics, Hank was a wife beating piece of Very shit. Very true. So... <laughs> I think they eventually kind of brought him back from that, but literally one of Hank's defining moments in the comics is that he was a wife beater. And, and Scott eats the blob at one point in the Ultimate Comics. Really? Yeah, blo- the blob gets hungry and eats Wasp. It's gruesome. It is fucking I had gruesome. no idea. And Scott gets had... so pissed, he grabs Blob and eats him. Was that in the Ultimates? Yes, yeah, that or... was in the Ultimates. Okay. Because the, the Ultimates is one I never... I read uh, all of Ultimate Spider-Man, and I read a little bit of Ultimate 
X-Men, but I wasn't into it, and then I never read the Ultimates. I, so. I fell down a rabbit hole recently where someone on Twitter reposted how fucking dark the Ultimate Universe is, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember that, but there's just some that I just was, like, completely forgot about. Like, Hulk gets mad because um, Betty Betsy Ross is missing. Or, or is ki- either killed or missing or something, and he's fighting a bunch of people. The, the, he's oh, but he someone kills Betsy, so he hunts down this gunsman, and Captain America intervenes for a minute, and then again, but then we realizes he can't beat beat him. Turn has him tricks Hulk into attacking the guy again, where the Hulk then implies he's gonna rape him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and. It, and then in the X-Men stuff, Wolverine watches Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch, who are brother and sister, have sex. <laughs> He's That's an ultimate X-Men? Yeah, he, Wolverine watches from the bushes as Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who are blood-related relatives in this, as they That's fuck. some Game of Thrones shit yeah. right there. There's a, like, if you get a chance, just look up some of this ultimate stuff, because, holy shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because I, um, yeah, like I said, I only ever read all of Ultimate Spider-Man all the way through. Well, let's move on to some lighter stuff, like Rick and Morty. (gasps) Rick and Morty, the last two episodes of this season. (laughs) Where Where Rick replaces Morty with two crows. With two crows, and then goes on a, a crow anime type adventure. <laughs> crow horse. Uh, I really it was surprised that they ended up making, uh, but also they got pretty meta about it, and it was funny that they made that Rick's actual origin story. Yeah, that was weird. And then Rick going there. See, now everybody can shut up yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, you went to the Citadel. Oh, going into some, going hard in some canonical shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember because I actually watched them both last well, week. The, yeah, I the first it. episode was just uh was just Morty got Morty and Rick had a fight because Morty went to go clean up Rick's masses with the portal gun mm-hmm. and then spills some of the portal juice on his hand where it's attached to an insane guy's thigh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And so he's yeah, 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 the the insane guy's thigh and then he and um, garbage goober and Garbage Goober and Rick gets the two crows and he goes on the adventure. He trains the crows, but then he like learns from the crows. Yeah, he like really he gets mad at the crows because they're like teaching him all this empathy stuff. So he leaves him on a crow planet. But then the crow the mm-hmm. the, the 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 world has a bunch of alien crows. They're like telling him about like oh like the crows they know more than what you think. And just when you think he's like sympathy and whatever, the crow's fine. Is <laughs> the wheel of ca- of characters to replace Morty? He's <laughs> like, so what you're saying mm-hmm. is two crows could have done what your grandson could. Like it's just, it's just everyone just gets mad. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah. 
And then the second half is Rick goes on an adventure with the crows to become, yeah, like, Crow Sanchez or whatever and weird anime bullshit. Finds out the crows were cheating on him with a, with a crow scare. <laughs> crow scare. Yeah. It's like, oh. No, that they were. No, he was their rebound from. Because they were. Oh, yeah. Like, had broken up with Crow Scare and then were like rebounding with Rick and then went back to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't. You don't think I can be sexually inclined. Sexual with with our minds with these crows? Well, why don't you watch? No, I never said anything like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah, yep. and then the whole cit then evil Morty's back with his whole destroying the citadel. <laughs> Which is weird because now evil Morty like he destroys the citadel and basically says that as long as Rick and Morty keep going on the same path that they've been doing in all the multiverses, like they're just doomed to keep repeating themselves and they ha- he wants to break the chain. <laughs> And then he goes to like an alternate dimension or something like an, a whole alternate. Cause that was the part I was like, wait, what is going on with the Citadel here? Where like, so basically, yeah, from what I understand, basically, and I even watched like the after stuff about it and I still mm-hmm. qu- don't quite get it. But basically the whole backstory is Rick became the Rickest Rick when he mm-hmm. refused to like, and all the other Ricks would come after him because of all his science and whatever. And after right. he goes on just basically a blood, a bloodlust of killing every single Rick until they got fed up, made a deal with them to make the Citadel Ricks as long as he's not involved, which then is a con the, in order to keep the Citadel of Ricks going, they always have to be able to form Mortys to mm-hmm. like, they always have to engineer every universe's Jerry and summer uh, right, they have to make it so that Jerry, no, Jerry and, and Beth, and that's Beth yeah. meet and make a Morty. Or they just straight up make Mortys. Right, and then so evil Morty wants to like escape to like a nothing universe? Or, or a universe, I don't was... know if it's a nothing universe. I think it's like an un, an unmanned universe where, there, where Ricks and Mortys don't exist. Okay. Uh, he, like it's uh, out of the spectrum of what Rick and Morty can do and just wants mm-hmm. to live by himself and not feel like he has to take orders or be involved with anything involved with that. Gotcha. Which I'm curious if that will come back later on down the line hmm. or not. But I, like I told you, I still think garbage. Go- and then uh, Mr. Poopy butthole with his whole existential, like uh bit at the end oh yeah which is like i've done some bad things remember when rick made me do karate with my school and now i never went back and my wife and my kid left me and now i'm here just wondering if i'm supposed to be here and like is this what was meant for me and i'm just sitting there like oh god what Oh man! But I, I still think garbage goober is my new uh, spirit animal. <laughs> yum yum yum! I love trash, 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 trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the other Rick and Morty episode where Rick is off um, being the crow guy, 
Oh, no, wait. We just talked about that. What was the one? The I'm, <laughs> we we just talked about both of them. Confu- yeah, we did just talk about... I got really confused. I thought we were still talking about one single episode, <laughs> but no, we talked about both. And then I went back to Garbage Goober. Like, <laughs> And then you went back to Garbage Goober, which threw me off complete. I Wow, I got really thrown off my own game there. And also, <laughs> his name's Harold, and he has a doctor's degree. Doctor's degree. He's a doctor. <laughs> Poor Garbage Goober. Yeah. I also liked in those episodes where uh, it's just a, a really funny aside. I liked Jerry being turned into a puddle of water <laughs> and, and then just kind of like ignoring him. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, what is that? Uh, so great. That was just another side thing that was really funny to me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other news, it's not really news. It's just more us talking now. But uh, mm. I just was informed that hopefully my Legion M Mandy Pops should be being it should be shipped to me by the end of this week. Oh. I finally have my Mandy's. Cool. Um, I mean, oh, something I wanted to mention because it's something I did uh, that I for- totally forgot to tell you about. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, so our friend Jenny from Atomic Geekdom, yep. she asked me to help her out with a with an interview uh, that we did that is now up and running. Uh, we interviewed a man named uh, Ken Newston. Nude Newston. Ah, he's gonna Newston, uh, who is running. He's running a Kickstarter basically for a graphic. He's putting together a graphic novel. Uh, called My Monkey's Name is Jennifer. Uh, it's a book that's been out... A par- Good title. Yeah, it's a book that's been out for about 20 years-ish. Or at least... Really? Well, like, hmm. It's been out for a while. Um, and he wants to get it like put together in like a big graphic novel uh, set. Um, it's a weird... It's, a, it's a, a weird, interesting idea for a comic of his that he did. Uh, very mm-hmm. seems full of like this the, the yeah like the monkey's name is Jennifer but it's a guy and there's ninjas and pirates and it's it's freaking weird mm. so uh, if you all want to give it a check out his Kickstarter just look for uh my go to Atomic Geekdom you can re- watch our interview we did watch it or listen to our interview we did with him uh, then go check out. Uh, his Kickstarter. Look for my monkey's name is Jennifer. Uh, I'm gonna look this up right now. Even do it. Um, great time. It's always great getting Jenny, uh, getting to do some stuff with Jenny. I hope they'll mm-hmm. open some doors to us, us at Two Broke Geeks, being able to do more fun little interviews. Possibly, if you want to totally. be interviewed, I mean, we're run like it's getting into the season of. It's going to be touch and go on some stu- on some weeks. <laughs> that is true. It is getting that time. Oh, the art on this is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it looks interesting. So definitely go uh, support it. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. Check out my monkey's name. is. Je- oh, I see. It came out like as a bunch of single issues. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. So he wants to put it together as like a, as what, as like a graphic novel collection. Nice. 
I like, the, I like the I like the way the monkey looks evil. It looks evil. And there's like one scene where it's just like I will scratch your eyes out. Oh my god! All right, now I want to read this book. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, other than that, like by the time <clears throat> for by I hopefully will watch Don't Breathe Two by the time we record again. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as I'll probably start. The other PS5 game I got, Ghost of Shishima. Nice. We, I've got to finish Malignant. Yep. <laughs> and obviously, uh, there'll be more What We Do in the Shadows. And and some What If, because I, I thought I thought this week, this past week, was the Killmonger Iron Man one. I did too. I did too. I could have sworn I saw something about that, and then it turned out to be the zombie one, and I was like, okay, but now this week is definitely the Killmonger one because I saw the tweet about it earlier. Okay, today, yeah, because I was about to look it up. Uh, yeah. Did you see that? Uh, watch yeah. I watch yeah. I say that, and now it's gonna it's not like, be shit. True. <laughs> Let's see. <sighs> I bet it is true though. Kill. Yep. No, it is the next one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. Uh, did yep. you see yep. that they're actually running like an in-person New York City Comic Con? I did. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I remember something. I don't know if you saw it, but they put out a trailer for the new Batman, a, a new DC animated movie for Injustice. I didn't watch the trailer for Injustice. I didn't. The thing with Injustice is, like, I like those games, but I'm not super. Like, I know some people are super big on the story and are like, it, they, you know, they did a whole comic run and everything on it, but the actual story of Injustice is not my favorite thing. Like I like the fighting part of it and the, like the, that portion, but the story to me is just kind of, eh. I, I, I've never read the comics. I'm kind of in the same boat. I've only really played the games. Um, mm-hmm. I will say from the trailer, it's a new guy doing the voice of the Joker and I'm not a big fan of it. It's not Troy Baker. It doesn't sound like Troy Baker. Or if it does, huh. it's a different variation. I'll have to see because let's see. Nor their their go to ever since they don't get Mark Hamill to do it anymore is to just get Troy Baker to come in and pretend to be Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, no disrespect to Troy Baker because he is a good voice actor, but that is what he's doing. Let's see. You know. Uh, I'm looking at the cast and it doesn't tell me right here who anybody is playing, but I don't see Troy Baker listed. Uh, I just had it. Uh, let's see. Wow. This is a, wow. Uh, uh, Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack. Yeah. That's a choice that I never would have gone with. Okay. Yeah, because I, I have the cast list right here. Oh, yeah, I do. Now I'm on IMDb. I see it. Kevin Pollack. No way. Okay, that's a choice. Yep. Huh. I'm looking at the rest of the cast. Anson Mount as Batman is a good choice. I like Anson Mount pretty well. Uh, 
The rest of these I don't really recognize. <coughs> I'm not familiar. Yeah. Which is Fred weird. Fred Tadeschior. Like, yeah. Because yeah. like, I recognize. Yeah. They got Brian Delaney, which I'm not too familiar with being Green Lantern when Nathan Fillion's been doing it a lot. Yeah, they've kind of been mixing up their voice cast a little bit lately. I know, um, like, they got for Long Halloween, they got, um, what's his name to be Batman? I'm drawing a complete blank now. Um, uh, I, uh, <sighs> guys. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's. Dean from Supernatural, and I'm oh, drawing a complete Jen, blank Jensen on his... Ackles. Thank you. Yeah. I knew that, too, and I just had a complete brain fart. But they... And but Troy Baker also, is the Joker in that one. Right, but Troy Baker is the Joker, so they only mixed up part of it on that. Although, uh, they had somebody play uh, Catwoman that they had never played before. Naya Rivera, who was... Uh, she's dead now. This was her last role. Oh, shit, really? Long Halloween. Yeah, she was from Glee originally, and last year or the year before she drowned, saving her son from drowning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they were out on, like, a boat together, and he was, like, caught in the undertow or oh. something, and she went out to to rescue him, and she did rescue him. Like, she got it. He, he got back on the boat, and she did not. That's That's sad. Yeah, so... Um, Speaking of... That's... Yeah, I mean, trying to up it, uh, like, make it a little... <laughs> which is... we uh, They're putting out a new DC film of, like, year one of Batman. Um, They've done that yeah, already. Yeah, they're doing another one. What? Yeah. I saw it in uh, one of our buddies' Twitter. I did not see See if I can that. find it. I know, for everyone listening, this is, like... Yeah, Amazing. that's uh, we probably should not be looking up things while we're talking. But no, I didn't see There's that. There's a new like Batman Year One artwork revealed for the coming in 4K DC Universe Batman Year One commemorative. Okay, so it's the same. It's, a, it's oh, a, it's a commemorative. Yeah. It's for that movie is kind of dull actually. It's it which is I've watched it once and did not care for it. <laughs> it's kind of the. Uh, illustration of why you should not do a panel for panel adaptation of a book because you kind of i mean batman year one isn't even my it's a good book but it's not like one of my all-time favorites uh but like you shouldn't take the comic and do a panel for panel which is all that movie is because you pretty much know what's going to happen because i know they I don't know 100% what they changed about Long Halloween, but I do know, excuse me, that they changed a couple things, which I like because it kind of puts a a fresh spin on the story and kind of keeps you uh, wondering, like like what they did for Hush when they, they made it so uh, Riddler was actually Hush, yeah. not um, Tommy Elliot. Because if, if you... One of the biggest problems with the book Hush is that it's kind of glaringly obvious that Tommy Elliot is Hush. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, here's this character you've never heard of before, Tommy Elliot, that was supposedly Bruce's best friend as a child. 
And oh, by the way, also here's this brand new villain you've never heard of before. But don't worry. <laughs> wink, yeah, wink. So, right. So it, it that is my biggest problem with the with the book Hush is that it's not quite. Oh, <clears throat> but they, the way they spun that. And then, because now we're just rambling, but the way they spun that was at the end of the book, Hush, you realize that the Riddler also knows what, uh, also knows that uh, Bruce is Batman and that the Riddler kind of knocked over the first domino that set everything in motion that he kind of let Tommy Elliot know and so that's kind of why when it goes from the book to the movie, if you just cut Tommy Elliot out completely and have Riddler be Hush, it still is a good adaptation of that book. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to put The Long Halloween either on HBO Max or in one Blu-ray set because yes! I don't like I was in Best Buy the other Me day too. and they had part two and I'm like. I was in Walmart the other day, yesterday, in fact, and they had both of them. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not buying both of these. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Put it in one package on one disc or put it on. It makes no sense. No. Well, from their perspective, it makes sense because they're trying to um, make the most amount of money that they can. Yeah. I guess, but still, it's like, I'm like, nah, fuck this noise. <laughs> no, and I really want to watch it, too. So I'm, I am wondering when it's going to finally hit HBO Max, because part two has been out for... A couple weeks. Part one has been out for a while. Part two's only been out for, like, a couple yeah. weeks. Well, we got to find time to get together and go, like, hunting for toys and go spooky season stuff we still are gonna go to spooky we're gonna find a way it's gonna fucking happen i also saw an ad today for nightmare vermont and i was like i haven't been to nightmare vermont in a long time i want to go to nightmare vermont too i think your wife sent me like a facebook message of the like a month ago where they were like hiring like for like actors oh yeah they probably yeah they probably wanted scare and i was just like i've never been to nightmare vermont I have, uh, many years ago, there was this old neighborhood out by the airport. It was like a cul-de-sac and it was three or four houses and, uh, all of the homes were vacant. The airport had bought them out, um, because... The homes were so close to the airport. The people were just like, fine. Well, so the airport had bought the whole neighborhood essentially. And because it was only four houses and nightmare Vermont set up in those four houses. Uh, They're, they're not there anymore. I don't think. Um, Cause I think the airport leveled them for part of their expansion. And so you went, it was one story four houses and we went from house to house and it was really cool, but I haven't done nightmare Vermont since this year. They're going to be at the Champlain Valley expo, which is uh, a good sized property to have. That's really a, a big haunt for on. it. Yeah. That's a really good size. So we should go to nightmare Vermont. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, spooky world spooky and nightmare Vermont. Scary both. skeletons. <laughs> 
grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. God, <laughs> man, if it if COVID was not a thing, I would be if I would be saying you and I would have to go to like the Oogie Boogie's bash. Ah, uh, I yes. <laughs> I really want to go because I just saw an Instagram video of someone there, and they had like the the hitchhiking ghost doing photo ops. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. That is really cool. I'm jealous. Always we're going to be jealous of all these people. It's very true. Very true. All right. Well, that probably should do it for now because uh, now we're just rambling. Hooray! Talking about our own lives. Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh,